The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. New year, new credit scores. Chime makes it easier to build credit by using your own money to make on-time payments with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. To apply, just open a Chime checking account with a qualifying direct deposit. There's no annual fee or credit check required when applying. Get started at Chime.com build. That's Chime.com build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Late payment may negatively impact your credit score. Results may vary. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports. So today, this is going to be interesting because we hear a lot of people talk about, oh, the Browns don't have enough Buckeye players. Well, they went out this offseason and added not one, not two, but four whether it be drafted players as well as UDFA signings. So we're going to talk about it here today. But before we do, please be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as like this video, subscribe to the channel, and drop a comment in the comment section. And if you want to get your voice heard on the show, thedogspodcast.com is going to be your way to send a voicemail. We'll play it out on the show. We'll let you know what we think about what you think. So that's uh, you should do that. Because if you don't like typing in the comment section, you know, leave a voicemail. So anyway, and if you would like to uh, talk to me or contact me, join the Patreon, jointhedogs.com. It's going to be your way to contact all of us. It's a great community talking about the Browns 24-7, as well as many, many other things, movies, whatever you want to talk about. And uh, in case you are not aware, today, May 10th, as I am recording this, is my birthday so what do I want for my birthday? I want you to become a member. It's 99 cents. Do it for me, right? Do it, do it for me. You get some cool stickers in the chat. You know, you can tell how long you've been a member. It's your way of being a more important member of the Dogs Podcast community. I don't want to say anybody's not important, but, you know, those stickers determine your value. Just saying. But anyway, let's get into it. So... Again, the Browns went out this offseason and picked up four Buckeyes. And I think all of these pickups, now that the smoke has settled, actually, you know what? I forgot about something. Completely forgot. Um, you know, I could do this over a text. I could do this on a phone call, but I'm going to do it here, right? Because, you know, I've had a quite a rough week and... Um, you know, a certain member of the Dogs podcast wanted to uh, throw some shade at me. So, Blake, I am, uh, and I'm not expecting you to do this, but since you had a lot of comments to say about my thoughts on the draft that I believe were taken out of context, I, uh, I'm i going to challenge you, Blake. I'm going to challenge you to a conversation slash debate talking 
about the Browns 2023 NFL draft because you weren't on the draft call when we did it. You were supposed to be, but you didn't show up. So you didn't want to show up and then you want to criticize me when I'm not there. Seems a little bit convenient. So if you want to stand by your words, because I stand by mine, uh, we can have a chat and we can uh, do a separate podcast talking about the draft and we can debate about it because I think some of my words were taken out of context there. But anyway, let's get into what we're going to talk about. So I'm going to start from the bottom, start with the UDFA signings and work my way up to the first pick uh, that we took from Ohio State. So let's start with Tanner McAllister, free safety. He's 5'11", 195 pounds. So UDFA signing, his story is interesting because Tanner is a player who came over with Jim Knowles. Um, so Ohio State cut Kerry Combs, got rid of him, thank God, brought in Jim Knowles, who had the number two ranked defense at Oklahoma State behind that national championship winning UGA defense. So that is um, that's not a small accomplishment, to say the least. And Tanner McAllister was one of the big time players on that Oklahoma State defense. Ohio State had a need at free safety. We bring him over. And he played all right this past season. I'm so just as far as the role for Tanner McAllister on the Browns, again, he's a UDFA, so no guarantee to make the roster, obviously. But he seems like a prime practice squad candidate, right? We saw what DeAnthony Bell did last year, where he's a UDFA, UDFA signing, comes in, kind of proves himself and plays pretty well, at least in my opinion. Tana McAllister, I think, is kind of among that same route where he needs a lot of work. At Ohio State, he didn't play as well as he did at Oklahoma State, which is a bit concerning to me because, you know, going from the Big 12 to the Big 10 and just kind of, I don't want to say it was a drastic dip in play Um, Because you got to understand, you know, new school, new environment, that all factors in because these players are human beings. So that stuff matters. Um, And I just felt that he kind of underwhelmed. I felt like he could have played a lot better Um, in a lot of situations. You know, he had a lot of picks this past season at Ohio State and kind of rewatching the tape and looking into it further. A lot of it was right place, right time, which I don't want to say that that does not matter because obviously it does. But for me, it wasn't like he made any big time plays, if that makes sense. It's not like he went out of his way and really impacted a game. More so, it kind of came to him and he got the job done, which matters, of course. But at the NFL level, you have to prove, and especially at Ohio State, that you're set apart. Right. And that's what I was expecting from him coming over. And for me, that's not what we got. But here's the good news. And like I said, I think Tanner McAllister is the prime practice squad type of player for the Browns because you got a guy here who coming out and coming into the NFL, like I said, he needs a lot of work, but he's got a lot of tools, right? He's got some versatility. He can play up and play nickel. Um, you know, you could play him in the box. I wouldn't play him in the box, especially early on, but you know, we signed Juan Thornhill to a three-year deal. Tanner McAllister, 
I think you sit him on the practice squad and work with him and try to see what you can get out of him. And then maybe in a year or two, you can slide him up at the bottom of that 53 in the safety position because he's got a lot of talent. Um, Like I said, watching his Oklahoma State film versus the Ohio State film, I see more at the other OSU. So it's not like he's got no talent, right? I think there's a lot of factors that play into him as a player, especially this past season. And this is a guy I'm definitely glad the Browns snagged. I think he's definitely worth uh, bringing in and putting on the practice squad at the very least and see what you can develop with him because he's got tools. Um, Yes, a lot of it was right place, right time. But the speed, long arms, you know, you can work with that. And uh, I would bring him in. You know, I would – well, we did bring him in. But I would let Jim Schwartz work with a guy like this and uh, see what he can develop into. So, overall, I'm pretty happy we got Tanner McAllister. I'm not expecting anything out of him anytime soon. But as far as the long-term picture, this makes a lot of sense. And um, I think at the next level, he could be something, you know. And if he does make the team, he'll be a good special teams player. So, you can kind of see that for him year one. But I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder – you know, what the kind of consensus is on Tanner McAllister, because I forgot he was even in the draft. So I think, I don't know. I think if he had another year at Ohio State, he would definitely be drafted next season or next off season rather. But it is what it is, right? I understand it. So we got him and we will see what happens with Tanner McAllister. For all you folks in Ohio, we have an awesome limited-time promo for the DraftKings, new DraftKings users. Deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport to get $150 instantly added to your account in bonus bets. Win or lose. All you have to do is use our code THEDOGS, all one word, at sign up to redeem. Using our code THEDOGS, it's a great way to support the podcast. So if you don't have a DraftKings account yet, do us a solid. Sign up with the code THEDOGS and place that first bet. New customers only, 21 in order. Physically present in Ohio, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Valid one offer per customer. Minimum $5 deposit and $5 wager required. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets and expire seven days after being awarded. See full terms at DraftKings.com. So on to the next. Ronnie Hickman, 6'1", 207 pounds. This is the one that I'm most excited about because, you know, in the pre-draft stuff, I talked a lot about Safety, linebacker, and we decided to not draft a single one, which still kind of baffles me given the situation that the Browns are in at both of those positions. But you got a guy in Ronnie Hickman here who can really do both. And that's what I like the most about bringing in Ronnie Hickman. And I'll be honest with you, I think he makes the roster. I think Ronnie Hickman makes the roster as a strong safety which is interesting because are they going to classify D'Anthony Bell as a free safety? Because I think I think both of these guys are going to make the team. I think you're looking at uh, Juan Thornhill, D'Anthony Bell, and then Grant Delpit, Ronnie Hickman as your safeties on the final 53. Could be totally wrong. That's just how I see it. But with Ronnie, it's interesting because Ohio State used him as that silver bullet player. He played all over the place. You know, he played deep as a free safety at some point. 
Uh, he played a lot up in the box. They brought him off the edge blitzing. And, you know, we lo- we know Andrew Barry loves the versatility. And Ronnie Hickman, to me, is the perfect fit for what this team is looking for. I talked about it many times. JOK needs to be a rover. Delpit needs to be a rover. Same thing with Ronnie Hickman. Just let these guys do what they do best. Obviously, Hickman is not as talented as either Delpit or JOK but can fit a similar role. And I've talked about it. You know, the reality is Delpit might not be here forever. Who knows? That situation is kind of a gray area right now. It's a wait and see. But I think Ronnie Hickman makes the roster. I think he is your second or third uh, strong safety. And I'm totally – I'm sorry. I totally forgot. We just signed – Oh, is it McLeod, the safety from the Colts? So there's another factor. Totally forgot about that. But how does this safety room shake out? I don't know. I don't know. You know, and it could come down to, do you want to keep Ronnie Hickman or D'Anthony Bell? And um, unfortunately, as much as I think D'Anthony Bell is a, a really good player, I think Hickman fits what we want to do more. I hate to say that, but having that versatility from a linebacker, strong safety, and pretty solid in coverage, I think is what the Browns are looking for. And especially with um, with Jim Schwartz. I think this is the type of player that Jim Schwartz loves. And Hickman, I'm going to say it one more time. I know I've said it multiple times now, but like he fits. He does. And I was kind of shocked that the Browns didn't draft him, you know, because this was a player that really fit what we were looking for. And uh, he was available late in the draft and we didn't pick him up, which obviously we got him as a UDFA signing. So it worked out, but I'm kind of shocked the Browns took that risk. They ended up getting him. Um, But like I said, year one, I think he makes the roster. I think he plays a lot on special teams. And he, these two guys, Tanner and Ronnie, are two guys I'm going to be paying close attention to in the preseason because this preseason is probably the most important preseason that the Browns have had in a long time as far as figuring out rotations, figuring out depth at defensive tackle, edge, wide receiver, safety, linebacker, like figuring out which packages work the best with each other is going to be a big thing throughout the course of the spring and early or yeah, spring camp, OTAs, all that stuff. So we'll see, but I'm very excited about Ronnie Hickman. Good size, solid speed, was overall pretty good player for Ohio State. And uh, I like his fit on the Browns a lot. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. 
Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. So moving on, Luke Whipler, this will be really quick. 6'3", 300 pounds. Um, you know, I've talked about it a couple times now. Would I have picked him? I, probably not. Just I probably would have went with a linebacker. But in terms of value, this is probably your best value pick. You're getting somebody who could have very easily been a second or third round pick in the sixth round. So the dude is great was on a great offensive line for Ohio State, uh, very consistent, played two years starting at Ohio State, was there for three. Um, you know, by all accounts and people involved at Ohio State, they thought that Whipler should have stayed another year. So this is a perfect example of really good talent that comes out a tad early. And his only weakness is he's got small arms and he's kind of looked at as undersized. At 6'3", 300 pounds, but I'm not worried about it at all. I think, again, like I've said in the past, this is a player that you bring in, and who knows how that center position works out. Again, another preseason camp you know, position battle here. How does that shake out? Whipler, in my opinion, 100% going to make the roster. I don't think he's a practice squad guy at all. I think he is a give it a year or two, and then he's your long-term starter. Great player. Can't wait to see what uh, what Callahan does with a player like this because center is not one of these positions you want to spend a high draft pick or a lot of money on. And to get a guy like this who's got the talent that he has this late is more than worth it, in my opinion. So very excited about Whipler. Um you know, I mean, there's not much to say, really not much to say. I think uh, as confusing as it is, as far as the other needs on the team, very good value, very good value. So let's move on to the the one that people are grilling me over and have been. Dewan Jones, six foot eight, listed on Ohio State's website at 359 pounds. So I'll just give you my quick, just kind of thoughts on Dewan Jones year one. Um, obviously he's going to make the team. That's for sure. As he should, by the way, um, which I mean, that's a no doubt. Anybody who thinks that, you know, he's at risk of being cut. There's no way he'll make the team. I think the interesting thing is, are they going to keep him at right tackle or are they going to try to work him at left? Because Jedrick Wills is not somebody who's going to be here long term. But at the same time, yes, you extended Conklin. But given his injury history and everything like that, contract wise, could they look to move on from Jack Conklin? Sure. But Jed is the more immediate replacing need. So... That's another thing to pay attention to is what they do with Dewan Jones. Are they going to view him as a left tackle, right tackle? Personally, I think he's a right tackle. I've heard people that say he can play left. I don't believe that. I hope I'm wrong. But I view him as a right tackle. Um, Like I said, year one, I don't think he'll see the field unless this is what really excites me. If, uh, if we do what we did with James Hudson – that one time where we were on the goal line and we brought Hudson in motion 
Could you imagine Dewan Jones going in motion? And I think somebody in the Discord or Patreon, uh, one of the two, said that. And that's a great point. Like, at his size, why not? And that's the thing. He's best at run blocking. That's what I'm excited about because a man at his size with his long arms, just get him on the move, get him in front of guys. Nothing you can do about that. Um, pass blocking, he's got some really good pass blocking technique. Other things, not so great at. Needs a lot of work um, as far as on the field. But in terms of the talent that he has, yes, it is a good pick if everything works out the best way. Now let's dive into the other side of things because everybody wants to say that like you got this great value in the fourth round and how can you be upset? Well, here's what I want people to understand. There's a reason for everything. There's a reason why he fell and people are ignoring the red flags because of the positives of Dewan Jones, right? It's easy to be like, yeah, but he's big. Yeah, but he's 6'8", but he's athletic, but he's fast for his size. Like, it's easy to overlook things. Um, And all this stuff that I'm about to say is not coming from me. So if you hate me for saying this, so be it. Um, But this is coming from former wide receivers coach at Ohio State, Zach Smith. He's got a podcast, Menace to Sports. He's got a great college football podcast. He He's also a Browns fan. He talked about it. And uh, Dewan Jones from, I'm paraphrasing, but essentially Dewan Jones at Ohio State was looked at as an arrogant, lazy, um, entitled player is kind of the best way of putting it. And it shows with the offseason that he's had, you know, gearing up for the draft A lot of people's concern with him was his weight. Again, he was listed at 359 on the Ohio State website. And the senior bowl got hurt, had one day of, you know, pretty good work and then got hurt. Um, You know, and people were talking about his weight, how he gained even more weight. And everybody was telling him like that. You got to cut that. You got to cut that. And then he proceeded to put on even more weight, which as far as a personal discipline thing, and I don't mean I don't mean this in any sort of offensive way. Please don't take it this way. If you think I'm making fun of you, I'm not. I'm talking as an NFL player, you are gearing up for the highlight of your life like this is it to play in the National Football League. And by the way, I know the story about him allegedly wanting to be a basketball player, and that was his dream. I don't care. I couldn't care less. So I know a lot of people probably heard some of my thoughts on Dewan Jones and thought, oh, he's going to hate that. I don't care. I played baseball growing up. I played football growing up. If I was, you know, if I was going into the NFL, I would have been like, yeah, I love playing baseball. It's a lot of great memories. Like you can't overreact to stuff like that. It's who cares, right? Who cares? It's not a big deal. But my point there is if you're gearing up to go in the NFL and some have you projected as a first round talent, second round talent, maybe it's just me. I'm going to work my ass off to be the very best I can be 
to be picked higher. Because guess what? The higher you get picked, the more you get paid. And he put on more weight, which if you don't care enough to put yourself in the best spot heading into your career and your dream and the best thing for you playing in the NFL, when are you going to care? And this is kind of my biggest problem here. On the field, I think he is a little bit overrated. You know, obviously, I'm not denying that he's a great player because he was a really good player at Ohio State. Like I said many times, needs work, especially in pass protection. Um, struggles with the fast, bendy defensive ends. I have major concerns about that, but that's not even what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about the character red flags that people just blatantly ignore. And I'm telling you this not out of hate. I'm telling you this because I did the same damn thing with Jedrick Wills. I said, man, this guy is a mauler. He's got great technique. He's a dog. When he's playing at his best, he's nasty and can be one of the best tackles in the NFL. Guess what? We see that every once in a while. The other times, he's lazy, he's walking around, he's standing around, not putting in the effort and not caring, is what I see out of Jedrick Wills. And he's had Callahan to work with. So that's kind of my concern here is like, and obviously it's two different people, but if the same issues that Jed has, as far as that side of thing, are the same issues that Dewan has, I'm not going to just assume that Dewan's going to get his, you know what, together. I'm not going to blindly assume that. You're playing at one of the best schools, you know, a team that went to the college football playoff, should have won, and should be national champions right now. And one of the things that was said um, by Zach, again, the former wide receivers coach who has connections still inside the program, has said that um, DeWand kind of uh, the coaching staff was upset with him because he basically gave up on the season and just kind of stopped caring. Obviously, you, you don't have to believe that if you don't want to. That's fine. I'm, I'm going to trust somebody who knows stuff, you know, and I'm not saying that I do. You can be mad at me all you want, but here's the reality. Dewan Jones has major, major issues, whether it be off the field with the character stuff. In my opinion, I think he's got major red flags on the field as far as his pass blocking goes. That stuff can be worked on, but the off the field stuff you can't really work on. That's kind of a you got to be the best you. And unfortunately, not everybody does that. It's kind of a case-by-case basis. Some people get their you-know-what together and live great lives. Other people are stuck in their ways and constantly have problems and can't get out of their own way. That's, That's the fear here, and that's why he dropped. And I just want people to understand there's more to Dewan Jones than being six foot eight. 370 pounds or whatever he is, right? That's kind of, that's my point. So with that being said, I know this is kind of a quick run through on each of these guys. Um, Let me know your thoughts. I think it's interesting, the selection of guys we've got here. Again, I think Hickman is probably your first impact guy. Outside of that, Whipler down the road could be great. Dewan Jones, if everything goes perfect, could be really good. 
Um, Tanner McAllister is kind of one to watch over the next couple years, especially if he makes the practice squad and uh, follows the D'Anthony Bell path. That'll be interesting. But anyway, let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. Join the Patreon. Become a member. Again, it's my birthday. Don't tell me happy birthday. Spend the dollar. Become a member. That'll be perfect. I would love that. So anyway, um, again, I'm Derek Frisbee from DS Sports. Subscribe to the channel. Like the video. Let us know what you think. We will see you in the next one. Go Burn. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.